Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it again for another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Give a round of applause for yourselves. Slowest golf clap. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. I am one half of the brothers, Steven, City P. Watson. Wait, wait, stop. Say that again. You say in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. Yes. See you later. No. Niggas with perms use activator. What the? What? This is how I felt when you started to say what you was going to say. What not, man? What the fuck is you talking about? This nigga about to get signed to Lucius Lyon. Okay, uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I used to watch that show, actually. Yeah, the interject. I think... I actually used to watch that show, but I don't watch it no more. I, just, I, I think I all it. Black America was watching that show all of a sudden. What's going on, man? The fourth, You're not even on the way to shot. Are we, I mean, okay, and like I said, man, we're trying to keep this as... Yeah, I know. I understand, <laughs> but like I said, but you, you know, we are two very broad shoulder-ass niggas, so... It's like you gotta work with me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work it. How y'all feeling out there, people? Right. I'm sorry I had to interject with that. Yeah. It was a little uh, Eric B. Rakimish that he did, so yes. I was just. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if anybody else felt that way. That's all. Could I'm you tell people who you are? My name is Dante Chase Bridges, aka Dante Chase Bridges. Never needed an aka, and I am chilling alongside my co-host. I just told my name already. You did? And I, I let it was off. because you were doing the activated hater. We greater. I, I just, All right. <laughs> I got sidetracked. So, welcome, like we said, welcome to the next episode of The Brothers in a lovely Chicago. We're trying something new right now on Facebook Live right now. We're actually doing it from the couch. It's very comfortable this way. But, you know, just test something out, see how it works. Uh, it's pretty gloomy outside because fuck Mother Nature, and we are on now. Let's get started. Let's start off with our course, our usual business, some town hall business. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bridges, you got something you want to shout out? I shout have out. two people that I have to shout out. Shout uh, them out. The first person that I'm going to shout out, this is one of my frat brothers. Uh, he is doing some big things in the community, and also he got a movement going on. I'm gonna have to shout out Spud City P. Huh? His name is Spud Cotton. <laughs> Literally. So, um, yeah, I kind of messed that up, but his name yeah. is Spud Cotton. Like, yeah. And he goes under the name of Spud Flow. It kind of correlates. Bob said, let's drop some copyright infringement. Yeah, infringement. Yeah, really okay. But uh, Spud Flow, man, he uh, actually got a new video out. If you go to Spud Flow on Facebook, you can see his new video out. He also has a clothing line called I Feel Good. Because you got to feel good sometimes. That's it's it. I Feel Good. It's I Feel Good. But he got some dope clothing, man. One day I'm going to show y'all some of his pieces, man. Y'all going to be like, man, this bro is talented. He's talented on the clothing side of the game. He's also talented on the humanitarian side of the game. It's a rap game. It's off the chain. So I want y'all to just keep a good lookout for Spud Flow. All right? Because you're going to be hitting up. You're going to be killing y'all in a minute, man. You got a few. Yeah, you got a few. Right. You got one? I got. Let's see. Shout out, 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 to Portia Sullivan's baby sister. I didn't know who Portia Sullivan is. Portia Sullivan is a mutual friend of ours. 
and she has a baby sister that is doing her thing on the music side of the game. Mm -hmm. You can actually catch this stuff on YouTube. You can catch it on Vimo. She's featuring all across Chicago. She's doing her thing. Shout out to Brugy Bad. How do we spell this? Brugy, B-R-U-G-I-E, Bad. If I have to spell it for you, please pick up a book and get off the podcast. But B-A-D, Brugy Bad. Shout out to you. I, I was listening. Is that a name she can live? That's actually this one. What, Brugy Bad? Yeah, Brugy. Bougie. You know what? She probably didn't, because uh, she's like real smart. She probably got some type of. We're uh, going to probably have to look this up. It, it's some going. It's probably some etymological things going on with the name. We probably have to. I'm going to look that up. Because yeah. if, if you're trying to smack people upside the head with your name and it means something like omnipotent goddess queen, we're we going gonna to have to come on the show. We're going to have to talk about that for real. Because that could be. That's hella bomb right there. That could be. Yeah, so as far as the shout outs is concerned. Shout out to Phil. What up, Phil? We just checked in with us. What's going on, Square? What's going on? If you a square, throw a square up. I don't know where you're going with this, but okay. <laughs> um, throw the square up. Ooh, piece of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying. I know. I know what you're saying, too. But <laughs> the thing is. Another one, um, nobody's, nobody on my side is special on this is doing anything important right now, but I know it. What is that not telling you? So, this concludes our town hall business. No town hall business. Okay. So, let's get down to, before we start today's topic, Mr. Bridges. Are you looking? Yeah, I was uh, actually referencing something that I said a week ago. And uh, I had uh, someone uh, hit me up and told me, well, didn't tell me, but just told my uh, co-host that they were uh, actually, I don't know if you would say offended. I think you can say offended if you want to say offended. I want to explain to what it is. Okay, so I had made a post and I'm actually going to read it to you really quickly. And then after I read, I'm going to explain it. So the post goes, ladies. If you are hollering at your son and he looks at you like, who do you think you are? Relax. He's naturally supposed to resist being dominated if he's masculine. This is actually why it's important for women to try their best to stay in their feminine role. Mothers showing over masculinity to their boys for long periods of time might cause them to become submissive and docile. You need a man to demonstrate the dominance to that boy as well as the authority. It teaches him his role in the family and how to respond to femininity within his future wife. So, once I made that comment, it was uh, particularly one person, um, she's gonna remain anonymous, that basically felt that uh well, I didn't actually read how she felt. Could you tell me how she, she felt about it? It wasn't good. So, like, but how did she feel? How did she feel? Um, she felt, I would get from what my uh, best opinion would be, is that you're basically elaborating that black women in general do not, or women in general, do not raise their sons properly. Okay. And it's that their sons should be combative of their mothers. Okay. So, for the most part, 
and I'll just break it down real simple. I'm gonna try to stay succinct and to the point as possible. Dante Chase Bridges feels that black women raise their children overall to be extraordinary and exceptional human beings. But if you were to ask me, do I feel that a woman alone can raise a black boy into being a strong black man, I would scientifically and psychologically have to say no. Because in order to be a strong black man, not only are there verbal cues, but there are nonverbal cues that only masculine men can give a boy without talking to him. So do I feel that what I said was wrong? No. Do I feel that it was taken out of context? Yes, because I feel that the black women do a phenomenal job with raising human beings. And they're, they're great at that. But we cannot deny the fact that the black plight stems from the fact that they're single mothers. But on the other end of the spectrum, that means the father is not in their lives. And once we look at the, the statistics, when you break it down data-wise, and you see some of the causes of divorce and the cyclical cycle of boys going into men and becoming single parents themselves, or deadbeat fathers, like they like to say in the, you know, in the news, you can see that although women are doing what they have to do in order to survive and maintain that boy, there needs to be improvement. And there's no way possible you can look at that and say that that's not true. That's not to smite any woman. That's not to put down any woman. But one of the first cures to any problem is to admit that there's a problem. So we can gloss over it. We can... Um, I can appease you or I can play into the fact that you only want me to say that there's no problem and women are doing extraordinary job raising men. But the fact remains the same. Black men need their fathers as well as their mothers. They need the feminine energy as well as the masculine energy. And this is just science. It's called the law of correspondence. Once you don't have one of those yin and yangs, it creates imbalance. That is not Dante's opinion. That's fact, it's not even theory. So that's what I meant by it. Now, if you feel that a woman can raise a black strong man into manhood, I would have to disagree with you. I, I can't even say that's your opinion. I would completely have to disagree with you. The reason why I know this is not only by research and academic intellectual side, but because I am a product of a single mother and I understand what happened as well as the hindrances and the setbacks and basically not being able to get off the finish line as quick as other people that was raised by a two-parent household, a mother and a father. So I'm speaking from my real life scenarios and not just something that I saw on TV or read in a book. So I hope I answered that for y'all. And uh, if you have any type of, you know, you want to come at me and ask me any type of question, to be quite honest, I welcome it. You can do it all day. That's what we're here for. We're here to open the discussion. You know, some things you're going to agree with me with, some things you're going to agree with Steve with, some things you're not going to agree with me with, some things you're not going to agree with Steve with. 
But this is not a pageant contest. This is an awareness for black people to understand that there is a problem. And if we can do anything about it, hey, we got a small little platform, let's try. So I appreciate what y'all saying, I appreciate what you said, but I appreciate it as far as opening the topic. But I will say this, tone and delivery, tone and delivery. So that's that's about it with that, man. That's all I can say on that one. I was wondering why our friend Boozy got this profile picture up there. He's look like a fucking chubby R&B singer. Yeah. Look at him. Call him McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the smiles. I'm hungry. I'm <laughs> saying. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A simple elaboration is all that's needed. You can explain it. Doesn't need to explain anything else. We all good here. But... Let's get started on our topic of today. And what's our topic of today? Our topic of today is what's going on around here in this crazy-ass world we got. Because there's a lot of shit that's been going on. Now, we don't really talk. We we talk about interesting topics. But let's see. Let's have a little fun with this episode today. Let's... Because we're about to talk some shit. (laughs) That's what we all would like to do. We talk some shit. There's some shit that's going on in the world. So, for instance... Let's talk about something that just happened not too long ago, or currently still happening. This whole little Floyd Mayweather 50 Cent beef that's been going on, and man, is it a beef? This thing got a little hectic. Like this, I'll be honest, Floyd then went below the belt. This was, right, this Floyd that went below the belt, 50 probably in his feelings right now. This, I'm, this I'm enjo- hitting in the kneecaps. I'm enjoying the good laugh. <laughs> like this, for instance, we're on an article on news.com.au already. This is. This shows how petty this shit's gotten. Mm-hmm. The title reads... The title reads... That's, that's messed up right there. Floyd Mayweather unloads on certified snitch 50 Cent and vicious Instagram And the thing is, people, like, my bro had to tell me. I didn't even know uh, 50 Cent was snitching on people like that. I didn't you didn't know, know about that? I did not know that. I didn't even know Man, that. Man, this shit's... 50 been, evidence. 50 been snitching on niggas since, well, decades now. I, I didn't know 50 was going out like that. You don't remember that whole murdering thing? I remember it, but I didn't remember the legal side of the game. That nigga was on the court, on the stand in the courtroom. It's so anyway, like crazy with this man. But anyway, man. So let's, anyway, let's let's take a little tidbit from this article that was posted about this. Okay, it reads: The undefeated boxing champion took the social media to brand Fifty Cent, whose real name is Curtis Jackson, a confidential informant and a snitch who gossips <laughs> like a bitch. His words. Those are his words, not ours. This is what dark. This is what Floyd Mayweather said. So let's go ahead and break down what exactly he said, and I'm going to try to read this as fast as possible. What he said, because this is a lot. Now y'all want to hear this? This is some crazy. This is crazy. Crazy. And it's uh, but here's the thing, though. I'm really skeptical about this, about who actually wrote this. We know Floyd, and you know Floyd is. Yeah, this. Floyd has issues with reading and writing, and I know this ain't him. This is but eloquently put. Here's the thing. Curtis Confidential Informant Jackson, you're mad because your oldest son, Marquise, Marquise's mother, doesn't want to be with you. Your son, your own flesh and blood, don't want nothing to do with you. You haven't had a hit song on the radio in, no, in no, God knows how long. When and you're indefinite. What the fuck is he saying already? <laughs> When and you're and you are definitely not hot enough to even sell records anymore. So Interscope dropped you. 
You are jealous of any rapper, athlete, or entertainer that's hot or got something that's going on for themselves. You are a certified snitch, and we got paperwork to prove it. Okay, I want you to start right there. I want you to read right here where it says your. Start right there. Your. Where? <laughs> your right here. Where it says your. Okay. You're always talking about somebody is broke, but the last time I checked, it was Curtis Jackson that filed for bankruptcy, not Floyd Mayweather. Keep going. So quick to gossip like a bitch. You gotta emphasize the word bitch because it was in capital B. <laughs> okay, but wait for this. It's coming. Why don't you tell everybody how you got herpes from DJ? First of all, my my uh I I just wonder, does DJ stand for Denise or uh Daryl? I'm you know, could somebody please help me out there? Do we got anybody that knows DJ, DJ I don't know who the fuck DJ is. Because I'm feeling bad for Floyd. I done heard it, cause you remember the game was talking about uh how fifty cent, you know, he was saying, you know, uh and this is his quote, uh I fuck pussies, I don't fuck with pussies. I didn't say that. This is what Game said. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, you know, he had a little twang saying that it was going on in that G-Unit camp between yeah. him and uh, Tony Ayo. So, uh, what's really going on? Uh, this is real awkward because I'm kind of curious about who the fuck DJ is. Yeah, what's really going on? Because the name DJ is usually associated with Juniors of Men. Yes. <laughs> or actual DJs in mm-hmm. the club. So what DJ was a DJ academic like? Like tell I need me information about this man. Like what happened with this? Like um what? But anyway, you know what I really feel about this? What's up? I feel like Fifty Cent. This is karma coming back on Fifty Cent. Man. Cause Fifty's a Fifty. Fifty a bitch. This stuff for a long time. I Fifty mean, them put so many cats. Out of business, of his own side, he done snitched on motherfuckers. He done threw people under the bus. He treats his baby mama like shit. The man filed for bankruptcy just so he wouldn't pay alim- pay uh, the court fees or pay alimony off to a woman who was Rick Ross's baby mama. Wait a minute, wait. Well, not alimony, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Okay, look. The but basically what he happened was okay. he filed for bankruptcy because he leaked out some. Sex tapes or photos of Rick Ross's baby mama. She tried to sue him in court. He filed for bankruptcy so he didn't have to pay her. Okay, that sounds better. That sounds better. And so obviously he's a piece of shit for that one. He doesn't take ownership of the kids, even though we know he has children to take ownership. His his son has like a, a visceral reaction to him, like. You would have think he kicked the son in the stomach. Like, like his son hates his guts. Does not like it, man. I'm wondering where all this stems from. But apparently... And you know what? Here's the thing about this. If, the, if there is such thing as the poster child for toxic masculinity, you got it in 50 Cent. Because yeah, 50 is the epitome of toxic masculinity. Because, mm. man, <laughs> Jesus... Who was 50 Cent raised by? Okay, we ain't even got to go there. We ain't got to go there. We ain't even got to go there. We know you're a piece of shit. But at the same time, man. The show is still dope. Power is still dope. Yeah. But what did he say about power? He even said that if you left power, which is the only thing that you're doing that is worth a damn. This is what Floyd's saying. That the show would go on and nothing would change. And matter of fact, 50, I'm the real ghost. And you can say the B word. Bitch, 
This is what Floyd Mayweather said. You gotta understand, when you call somebody a bitch and you use the capital B, grown man too. That's to another grown man. He meant that. You know what that word means to grown man? Meant that shit. You might as well just put on some boxing gloves. Right. Matter of fact, not no gloves. Just straight in. The like street. he meant everything yeah, so. about that. I'm wondering exactly what went on that caused this. I feel like it was something that man. was uh, very like this. So this sound like you owe a nigga actually, money, man. I actually feel like it was something that was very petty, to be quite honest with you. Because you know they have Fifty Cent is the epitome of a petty dude. Like, how many men have you known that's more pettier than Fifty Cent? Fifty Cent burned down his well, his baby mother's house in order to send her a message. To not put me on higher child support. He said, if you want child support, you ain't gonna get nothing. You need to go and live in a hotel. And he act like he didn't do it. And they couldn't prove it. The man is petty, okay? Petty as hell. So this could be something about egos clashing. You never know. This ain't even about petty. This is borderline trash. Now here's the thing though. We're not sitting here and saying that Floyd Mayweather is a gossip of uh, a role model. Standing up for people. We know Floyd Mayweather's a piece of shit too. Piece of shit tends to. You don't know Floyd Mayweather's a piece of shit. But he has billions. I mean, at some point, like. Floyd Mayweather is still a piece of shit. <laughs> this might be an act, that's all I'm saying. Floyd Mayweather is still a piece. Um, you wanna talk about. Okay, you wanna talk about this is what. Um, why we know he's a piece of shit? Because we brought this up. Because 50 had a clap back real quick. Let's say, I must have hurt your feelings, champ. You had someone write a book. Waha! We knew it. Even he felt that somebody wrote that shit for you. You ain't write that shit for yourself, Floyd. You illiterate you bastard. You illiterate bastard. I'm gonna take t- our time with this, so I get it all out. And are we gonna start with your 11 year with your 11 domestic violence cases? Jesus. Because you do 11. know he had 11 domestic. You know he beats women. This nigga's hands is registered weapons. They are. What are you? Do- okay, listen. I. I don't want to pander to anybody, but let's, I'm not even going to, I'm going to say allegedly, because we're on the journalistic side of the game. So allegedly, you've been whooping on 11 women. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I know you have been mm-hmm. beating the hell out of these women. This is wrong. Oh. You are all in my stuff. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to be all your stuff. I'm trying to go back to that article you had before. You know the old. Which one? See here how I am trying to navigate his computer. Yeah, I am not trying to be all through this business. All over Facebook and everything. I didn't want to stumble upon something now. You didn't message six people. I don't. Oh. We're getting more viewers for, apparently. Sign me up for Spotify and every goddamn thing. Keisha's waving at us. Tell Keisha hi. What's going on? What's going number on? Number one fan, Keisha. What's going on? No, I gotta interject. I think Tia Roberts is the number one fan. What's going on? Oh, oh shit. Up? Keisha What's got up? competition. You, you got know? comp now, alright? We got competition now. What's going on? You know how I do it So exactly what you trying to do right here. I am trying to pull up the article that we had about you don't need it on Facebook, dude. Yeah, I would like to know what's happening in my life. But you can go on here and let that go. Okay, I will gladly let that go. We kind of you know, you can tell me what you need and I'll Fine, get just it. Come on, goddamn. All right. I'm not so loud, but you know. He wants me to pull up Azalea Banks. Why don't you go and tell him a little bit about Azalea All right. While I'm pulling up Azalea Banks. I think I got to sit back on this one. You better not sit back too far. This couch ain't big enough for two people. Actually, it is. Don't, don't come in my space. Um, you know how there's always 
that one woman, the group of women that goes out there, that they always think they're like queens and they're always about uplifting and empowering. Ew. They always bring about uplifting and empowering black women everywhere and that there's always a really good positive energy and there's always a level of support that black women are universal. I can dig it. Azalea Banks is not one of them. All right. She really... Cats out the bag. Really is not one of them. Because we have now made it loud and clear that oh it's God. not just toxic men in this world. There's toxic women. Case in point. Azalea Banks. So if those of you don't know who Azalea Banks is, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> Azalea Banks is our... Yes, a British, black British pop star. I had to say black because I had to say black because there's emphasis behind what she is behind that. Mm-hmm. She apparently is also a residential celebrity antagonist. Like she goes after everyone and she drags people viciously on anything about looks, race, uh, skin tone, whatever the case may be. I'm sorry, I'm just, just looking at this picture. She has some. Big ass knot on her head, I guess. Yeah, just. But she's also. Looks very domestic violence. <laughs> but she's also very hypocritical. And why is she hypocritical? Let's get. Let's get hypocritical. Let's, for instance, let's talk about this little incident she had. So, for those who don't know, Azalea Banks was recently doing a taping of the MTV show Wild and Out. Azalea Banks apparently was not happy of it because she was put on blast and to a point that it made her cry. Because they were, apparently, the cast of Wild and Out attacked her with pre-planned colorist jokes. Colorist. Colorist jokes. Colorist means you attacked somebody's skin complexion, skin tone. Mm-hmm. So, Azalea Banks went onto her Instagram to go after that MTV show. Now, let's see what she said now, shall we? She was apparently told that beforehand that she allegedly didn't have to participate on the show and that all she was there to do was do a live performance. Goddamn shame. She said she was supposed to basically say, sing her song and go home. Is that right? That's what she said on her Instagram, that she said she was supposed to sing her song and go home. Okay. And then she said she showed up, and then she said some guy who was supposed to be darker than her starts... Darker than her, oh, shit. start calling her ugly and being a colorist. Oh, that's crazy. But of course, in typical Zelia Banks fashion, even if there is some merit behind that, she Maybe. sure as hell decides she wants to go back and clap back. And Probably. said, she says she went after the entire cast, who she dubbed as being, quote, disgustingly basic local cattle call urban pseudo comedians. What? She says she also accused them for being the post-Jim Crow, post-traumatic slave disorder, true self-esteem-less ward of the state clowns. I gotta stop. This girl is slaying the shit out of these adjectives. Jesus Christ, you put seven adjectives on one now. Grammar apparently escaped her. No, no, grammar is getting the best of her. I like that. Uh, look, uh, there's... You could have made it a little. She's throwing a couple of words out there that I don't believe she actually knows the definition of. So I'm going to say she's telling Okay. She says, I never felt so much hate and rage for anyone else that I did in that moment, she wrote. 
Okay, so what I got from it was, because I heard that uh, a comedian named DC Young Fly, I'm sure everybody know what he is about. The one with the little stupid ass tattoo. Yeah, the one that was the Chanel, but he turned it into the D because somebody yeah. messed up the tattoo. So I heard that he said that they were going back and forth in a wild style battle and he called her ugly. Mm -hmm. But everything is always in context, people. How do you say that, bro? So you know, I'm saying, how, you hard his head. Yeah, he be like after he say something, he'll say, you know, uh, you got you got bad. She was on ugly ass little girl. Everybody knows that that's almost like a hashtag tagline. Yeah. When DC says it, it's it's not actually saying you're an ugly ass girl. So let's not take things out of context here. So apparently, after he said that to her, she almost had a mental conniption and broke the hell down and couldn't even perform. And matter of fact, when she performed. Because the producers cut it off and let her gather herself. Mm. They said, and these is the whack comedians that she was saying, and this is her words, um, they literally had to dance, pantomime, and act a fool behind her because her performance was so damn great. It was a great performance. Hands bad. It was so bad. That they had to basically act a monkey in order for it to get going with that. Yeah, one, I, it, no, I don't no. understand what the fuck. That's called a curveball. Yeah, so, but also, and she didn't stop there. What's she doing? So then she went after, of course, the host and creator of the show, Nick Cannon. Why? Now this was uncalled for. This is uncalled for because <laughs> if those of you don't know, God damn it, now this is uncalled Nick for. Nick Cannon. This is a serious medical condition. Lupus. Okay, that's a serious. And. She went fire. real petty with this one. This is why you know Zelia Banks say shit. Petty mayonnaise. She says, and I quote: "If I were to make fun of Nick Cannon for having lupus and being weak and sickly, if I made a joke that said he'd be dead by the end of the year, then Azalea Banks is the bad guy, right?" Yeah, that's kind of messed up, you know. How you gonna throw a shot at somebody's sickness? And you can't get mad at a man that's been making the greatest mediocre comedy for ten years. Man, that motherfucker is the host of hosts of hosts. That motherfucker hosts shit into the grave. Jesus Christ. Say what you just said again. He hosts everything. You say he is the best host of hosts of hosts. He hosts shit to the grave. You can do better. I believe in you more than anything. You caught that, didn't you? That was horrible. Could we just back up a minute? caught that. All right. I just want to make sure you, I know you caught that. Just back up a minute. That was... Think you might have had a tremor in your brain. For I thought you know, okay, so go ahead. Go ahead. For the sake of comedy, I don't... Oh. He was the worst host to host a host. He hosted the shit out of hosting. I don't. That's not even alliteration. That's just I don't hope death on Nick Cannon. Okay, let me let me be clarify. I don't hope death on Nick Cannon. Okay, I'm not that petty. Just point on what she's saying. All right. She's still a piece of shit. I'm going back up. She's a piece of shit. Okay, we know Azalea Banks is a piece of shit. Just like how she, you know, you know she actually went out to Wendy Williams not, long to, not too long ago, too? What she said about Wendy? Because what she said about Wendy Williams, she said she hoped Wendy Williams would hurry up and have another heart attack. She would drop dead on her show. You know what I'm, I'm getting? These two antagonists have something in common. What? They're like my few, hated by many, and petty to everybody. But at the same time, I don't think that's going to be fueling your career. I think it's good for the minimum to get you on MediaTakeOut.com. And after that, you're going to have to show some talent. And, you know, the brother 50 Cent, the only song that 50 Cent has that is the greatest song I've been hearing in life is, I say, it's a big rich town. Don't, don't. 
I just come from the poorest part. But after that, bro, come on now. Your, your talent <laughs> is not speaking for you. You know, a, a lot of times, I think you're going to have to get in the lab and cook up some more before you have these strong opinions about Floyd Mayweather and Azalea Banks. I actually heard some of your uh, music. I, I actually... You heard you took the time to listen to that garbage? What the fuck? One day, I think I was going clinically insane, and I decided that you. Azalea Banks was a good person to listen to. I don't know if it correlates. It almost happened also. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it happened like that. So... I think you do have talent. I think you are a professional antagonist and a troller beyond the means of trolling. And also, I think that your mouth, what you say, will get you in trouble. Because a lot of things that you talk about, you come in people's reputations. And I've also heard that you allege people of sexual assault, which turned out not to be true. And that is something that you, you, you can't do that. But speaking of sexual assault, that segues into our next topic. You still ain't shit. Anyway, Charlemagne the God. Oh, uh, you know what? This is sometimes where even running your mouth a little bit too much can get you into more shit and bring up more shit that you shouldn't be bringing up. So, if those of you who don't know, Charlemagne the God had a little bit of a. An, uh, treacherous past apparently especially with a rape case yeah he caught a rape case is it rape though allegedly allegedly journalistic side of the game okay years before this is the article we're quoting right here this is from what article is this this is from Hollywood Life that we're reading right now years before the rape, his radio fame Charlemagne the guy was accused of rape by a 15 year old girl in South Carolina the victim is now telling her heroic story on HollywoodLife.com. This is I way and I read that interview, but, but understanding this, here's a little context. The Damn, one, he is forty years old. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. Well, I know he was forty. Either. That's just wow. Y'all are getting older. Yes. <laughs> the woman who claims that Charlemagne the God at age forty, currently he is right now, not man, raped her when she was just fifteen years old and is now speaking to the, and she's. Jessica Reed is her name, who is 32 now. She vividly recalled the details of June 8th, 2001. Mm, mm, mm. That this is the night that she alleged that Charlemagne the God raped her. God. Which he has claimed that he has also claimed that he is strongly denied. Mm, in, a, in a recent statement, he denied this. Leonard Larry McKelvey. God damn that's Which bad is the Charlemagne's name is Leonard Larry McKelvey. This was twenty two years old at the time and was a local DJ from South Carolina. That is statutory women. That she claims she had a crush on him. God damn it, Charlemagne. When he made it when she made that clear to McKelvey, who she met through a mutual friend, that she wasn't interested in romance, oh, okay. they nevertheless became friends, and Jessica says he vowed to take care of her. I don't even know what that means at that end. Instead, she alleges that he broke her trust by taking her to a house party where he sexually assaulted her after she was given a drink that left her feeling dizzy. You know, that trust will get broken if you... Yeah, you know, house parties. That's crazy. So... It was even made worse that in a 2013 video with his pal DJ Academics, Charlemagne denied that he ever touched Jessica and that anything inappropriate ever occurred to her. Now he lying on top of However, oh, shit. Okay. Maybe he confirmed that he was charged in a case with, for criminal sexual misconduct 
of a minor. And he had to submit his blood DNA samples to the police. And further that, he took a plea deal receiving a sentence of three years probation. He claimed, however, in quote, whoever touched her, it wasn't me. But Jessica remembers that night far differently. 17 years later, she recalls how she was introduced to the man who is now a media superstar. Mm. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Okay. I read something that was a little bit different than that. Now, I'm I'm sure I'm not sure that you know, but uh, Charlemagne has a uh, show called The uh, Brilliant Idiots with Andrew Schultz, and on that show, he specifically talked about how it happened between him and her, or uh, adult and a minor. Mm-hmm. If you really want to break it down, and he said that, uh, well. There was a couple of uh, Bill Cosby-ish situations that occurred with certain pills called a Spanish fly pill. And so um, he took her in the room and gave her, I think it was Hennessy, and she began to be dizzy because he put something called Spanish fly. I have never heard of Spanish fly before. He said he went to some type of sex store. Apparently this is like the hybrid version of a Molly. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's it's Spanish fly. I, I think the Latinos need to boycott this because they, they got y'all out file a lawsuit, copyright infringement, yeah. something. I don't know why when I heard Spanish Fly, I thought of Carlos Santana, but I do not need to correlate those two together. No. Y'all need to do something with Carlos Carlos Santana is a very talented musician. Maria, did y'all, any, anybody got that vibe? You ain't never not, look, that was you a dope song. You remind me of a West Side, did anybody feel that? But nonetheless. That may be one of the business Spanish Fly. Okay, uh, get, get, get cut right around the corner. Okay. All right, so nonetheless, he said he put something in the drink the girl became belligerent confused and not aware of what she was doing this nigga bill cosby this girl okay let's just say that belligerent Mm -hmm. not aware of what she was doing let's just stick with those two Mm -hmm. and he had sex with her while she was belligerent and not aware of what she was doing. Did he get mentored by Bill Cosby? What the fuck is this? I think he took a seminar. Jesus. Because uh, I hate to break this down to you, Charlemagne. Uh, I can't call you a guy if you're doing that to me. Okay? I don't care if you're 15, 12, 11, 7, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. That, my brother, is great. Say it again. That. My bad man is rape. R A P E. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Rape. So I don't think you really have a pot to piss in on this one, bro. Right. You are admitting, allegedly, mm-hmm. that you basically use a chemical in order to enhance the chances of you having sex with a female. Now, there's no way that you can say that this was because you were younger. I mean, at the age of three, you learn right from wrong. Mm-hmm. So, my personal opinion is, you need to take responsibilities for the actions that you did. Okay, there's no way to sweep this under the rug. I, I To be quite honest with you, just on the legal standpoint, I don't even know what made you feel that you would be okay mm-hmm. with coming and saying these things on your podcast. 
I just I don't even know if it was low key bragging. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt like you had reached the point because you know you got a book. Actually, you got another book coming out, right? And you got a best selling book that happened. Um, that detail actually detailed the whole. He actually brought up those incidents. He had that number. Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. you even published about this. Yeah. So you are legally describing a criminal offense. This is not about taxes. This is a criminal offense, and this is a defensive character. So, I don't know about you. It's not that I disliked him or I liked him. I just liked the fact that there was a black man that was enterprising on his his talents and making money. Mm-hmm. But I honestly have to say, Charlemagne, you going out the window on this one, bro. Um, you need to suit and boot up with your lawyers because uh, that's the only chance you're going to get with this one. And I'm going to be honest. You, you, you know what I would do? Really do. I would start a group called the community, and I've been I've been saying this to a couple of people. I would start a group called the community, right? It'd be me and a couple of big black men <laughs> like myself <laughs> and Steve. I gotta be in the community too. You in the community too, nigga. If you over six feet and you two hundred <laughs> and you can bitch press over two fifty, you in the community. And what we are going to do is we would get him. Let's leave the cops out of it. We would go and get Charlemagne. We would take him in the woods and we would beat the living shit out of him for several days. Let's get tired. We're going to take, let's say, several days. So after we whoop him for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. we probably go get some Pizza Hut. I don't eat Pizza Hut. I'll probably go get a salad from Subway. Y'all can go, just drop me off. Come pick me back up. We come back and beat the hell out of my I'm just go to Chipotle or some shit. I mean, you can go to Chipotle. If you go to Chipotle, just pick me up some chips, though. I like, and, and get the uh, guacamole. But when we get back, we gonna whoop your ass because what you're describing, I'm making fun of it, but it is one of the most inhumane things that you can possibly do to take someone's yoni, to take that from a woman. Mm-hmm. I have no love for you. I have no love for you whatsoever. This ain't a misunderstanding. You use a pill to take advantage of somebody, yeah. and you are a fucking adult. Adult. Now this not bullshit. You made it very clear. The accusation is. He was 22 or 23 at this time. I don't give a damn The talking. young girl was 15. Automatically, you already knew you weren't supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. You knew this. The fact that you but know. You did it anyway. But you did it anyway. You did it anyway. There was no ever, oh, maybe this is a bad idea. You knew what you did was wrong. You knew the idea was wrong, and you still did it anyway. You admit it. That you were charged, that you were accused and charged of sexual criminal misconduct with a minor. So this is not happening not once. It's happened twice. At least twice. Before we know it. Bruh. Every time we as a black man, we do that. Like, here's the thing though. We as black men don't support this. This is why I also don't do generalizations. Now, here's the thing, though. Some, but not all. Just some, but not all. I have to, this is why some black men ain't shit. And this is a prime example. Which name one in 50, and a Charlemagne is one. Now, see, here's the problem. is This is not, however, in my opinion, this is not mean that all black men are like this. There's a lot of ain't shit niggas that are like this. Charlemagne is an ain't shit nigga. 
And he's been an ancient nigga apparently for a very long time. And when you actually look at what Charlemagne says and kind of, you know, how crass he is sometimes, you kind of get that vibe from him sometimes. You know, you, right. you, you feel like... It kind of like he treated it like it was a fucking joke. Yeah. You feel like, I don't know as women, but I'm just feeling like like if like if you came over Charlemagne's house as a woman and y'all was kind of cool and for some reason you had a headache and you fell asleep on his couch, you got mm-hmm. feeling like he'll start groping on your booty. Right, and you don't want that. I get the vibe from him, so... Right. Bottom, here's the bottom line. At any point that you have to intoxicate or even manipulate a situation more to the advantage of having sexual intercourse, sex. Even if a woman is having second thoughts about it, second thoughts. It's a no. It's a no. It's a no. Don't do it. Especially in this uh, today's society, the Me Too movement. This is wrong in general. You don't do that. It's wrong. If your game is that fucked up that you need to do all this just to get laid, chop it up as an L and move on with your life, but don't go this far. This is great. And any messed up as as people, we gotta say, hey, look, everybody out here, don't don't rape people, okay? Like that's not a good thing. Why do we have to say this? Why do we have to explain to black uh can't say black these ain't shit niggas out here. This is not good. This and then not, go bragging over it on your pocket. And then you go That's brag like, about it. Like, like, you know, like, I ain't gonna get charged you know, or anything, you know, whatever. You know, statute of limitations or whatever the fuck. I don't understand that. You don't do shit like that. You know what? Bottom line is, is that. Nigga done bleached his face. This nigga gonna look like Sammy Sosa in two years. Probably so. He's gonna run and fly to Cuba. They already talking about trying to get him off. They are now. There's people out there campaigning to get him off the Breakfast Club, which is at this point kind of deserving. You know what? If they get him off the Breakfast Club, he's gonna be making minimum wage. Really? Segway. <laughs> Let's talk about something that's going on right now in our good city, Chicago, Illinois, and it's something that I think we need to be understanding. Yes. Well, we plug you. Recently, let me, let me go okay, go ahead. So, what's recently going on is they have did something that's great for Chicago. Everybody, give a hand! Yay! What the fuck is great about this? Okay, I'm that was called sarcasm. Okay. I don't know if you're in tune with who I am as a person. I mean, look, but um, so what they did was increase the minimum wage starting now from ten dollars. We balling. $12. Five and raise the roof up. You gonna get that steak dinner? No, no, you're not. You're not even gonna get cheese on the cheeseburger. So I really wanna know what do you all think about this? Do you think that the actual increase in minimum wage from $10 to $12 is something that's gonna benefit us all? Or because you're gonna be able to get them uh, chips with your Chipotle when you go to Chipotle, when we kidnap Charlemagne the God? And you beat the hell out of them, you can now get guacamole sauce, man. With one hour. Yeah, I just. So I don't know if y'all like that. But do y'all think that that $10 to $12 benefits us? Or is it an act of futility? Meaning that are they just doing it because it sounds and looks good? You know, obviously, you know, when y'all first read this, and I'm thinking to myself, there's always, with a government official, Makes an announcement like this, and I was wondering myself, what's the catch? 
Because it's always a catch with something, isn't it? It's always a catch with something. And if you actually know how uh, local and state incomes work around Chicago, state of Illinois, or even across your local state, it ain't as all as sweet as you think it is. Mr. Bridges. What? Did you break down the math behind that? I don't know math. You, I know math well. You know math well. <laughs> so could you please kindly elaborate <laughs> in the math of how this really doesn't really help us? Okay, so you're going to go on a little voyage with me, but I'll make it quick. So yes. if you make $10 an hour and you don't work eight hours a day, you work seven. It's called lunch, people. So you work seven hours a day. So 10 times seven is seven. We all know that. So if you work five days a week, that is $350. If you work for four weeks, which is a month, multiply that times four and you get $1,200. You get to take home $1,200, people. No, you don't. You don't. Because it's a thing called taxes, Medicare, miscellaneous taxes, state tax. So let's chop off about 200. So you're making about thousand if that. Does that include social security too? You know what I don't you don't you don't piss somebody off because that's not even include social security. No. So let's just chop off another fifty dollars. So you're literally bringing home between nine hundred and nine hundred and fifty dollars off that ten dollars. You need more money, right? right? You can't even that ain't even rent for a Chicago apartment. No, it's not. Okay, not even a studio because you still gotta pay gas and light and whatever you gotta do. So let's say you just hiked it up to instead of ten, we're gonna hike it up to twelve. Okay? Mm -hmm. The only thing you got to do is add another $150 onto that $950. And what do you do? You get $1,100, right? Mm -hmm. But you haven't paid any taxes. So add up all of the income, Medicare or Medicaid, depending on what you're getting. Um, actually, don't put in the Medicaid. But if you're getting some type of insurance... Put in your insurance, miscellaneous tax, Illinois income, state tax. That's why people don't like Illinois because mm. we got an income, state tax. You are still left with only about uh, 50 to $75 more a month. I didn't say per paycheck, but a month more. So I don't know how far you're going to get with that extra $75 a month, but I know if you're living on your own, and if you're supporting kids or you're supporting a family member, that is not a lot of freaking money, people. So if you were to ask me, why did they raise it to 10 to 12? Why? I would say it was an act of futility. I would say just because you raise it $2 does not mean it's going to make an impact whatsoever. And a lot of us put $75 in our gas tanks every week. Mm. And that's every month. So... You're dealing with election campaigns because we all know somebody about to get elected. Mm -hmm. These campaigns, these elections is coming up real soon. We're talking about city government. We're not talking about uh, U.S. selections. City government. Local out here. governments. This is local government, B.I. So when you're dealing with that, you're dealing with people that are lobbying. They are leveraging themselves in order for you to get their votes. So you know that $75 a month ain't going to do nothing for you and your babies or you and yourself. It just sounds good. It sounds real sweet. Tender even. Hit the hard strings. Oh, I'm about to get a little bit extra more money in my pocket. No, you're not. You can't even go to the club and get two drinks. No. Okay. So when you look at this, to be quite honest with you, if you're not making as a single person, and this is a single person, if you're not making 
more than $20 an hour, you are going to have a hard freaking life every month. Because you know, as us as adults, you know when you was a child, like every day was a different adventure? Yeah. Well, every 30 days for a grown person is an adventure. <laughs> that's, you won't see that's, that's what the bills do. That's what bills do. You never know what they, you know, you never know how much they're going to be. Sometimes you know what your rent's gonna be, but you don't know what your light bill's gonna be. You know, Grandma can't pay a gas bill. She need an extra two hundred from you. No, don't know what the water bill right? might be. You might be, you might be using too much water, taking showers, or watering your lawn. Mm-hmm. Son, need daycare money. You don't know what's money. going to no. pop up. Your phone bill might just run the hell up because you've been on roaming for like a while. You might have a stalker that you have to pay someone to put a hit out on her. That got a little personal. But anyway, the point is... This is a... This is a... <laughs> this is a scam. Ah, you just got a little personal right there. The point is... This is a scam. Okay? Okay, this is a scam. This is not helping anyone. The minimum wage hike is not doing anything. It ain't doing shit. It ain't doing nada. Nothing. It's not helping anyone. It just sounds good... But it doesn't change anything. You're still paying tax. Because ten dollars to twelve dollars an hour per year is nothing but sixteen to seventeen thousand dollars for the whole year. And let me say it again: six ten to twelve dollars an hour is nothing but sixteen to seventeen thousand dollars a year. Sure, I want sixteen to seventeen thousand dollars in my bank account right now, just for me to have. That's like money to start a small business. And you telling a grown person to live in a metropolitan city like mm. Chicago to say, you know what? I think the world is changing for me because of two dollars. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Can we have an amen about that? It's Sunday. <laughs> no, because that is ridiculous. Okay, so please, let's not let the acts of utility for the government make you feel like, oh my things are improving. No, they're just improving for a headline for a politician to get elected. It's not going to do a dang for you. And I don't care what nobody say. You know how your mamas and stuff say, well, something is better than nothing. It is nothing. It's nothing. Okay? That's all just like that nothing you just said about, you know, uh, you plan on paying somebody to take somebody out. Could like you stay we'll be, out of my business? Like, I'm just trying to figure out have, what... I shouldn't have said that in the first place. Could we just keep going? Uh... Matter of fact, what time is it? I think we're just about running out of stuff to talk about. Uh, Personal opinion, do you think we look like a soul-ass Deezus and Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely got the Deezus light skin. Yeah, I, I'm getting I'm a... I'm the dark skin one, Yeah, I'm getting the uh, Deezus and Meryl. We had a an argument about whether or not, how to pronounce his name. I say it's Deezus, he says Deezus, whatever. I call it, it not. Because it is not pronounced like the Spanish version of Jesus. Any Puerto Rican? I don't know. I don't care what he is. So you don't even know what his ethnicity is. Puerto Rican ain't nothing but a black person that got off the boat first. What is it? I'll be killing the game with mine. I'm telling you, boy. I'll be smarter than I really know. My mama. Or or you're just more blatantly (laughs) shit about what you said than you really are. It is true. No, but they didn't get off the boat. We were here already. Uh, So. Anyway, what's on here, man? It is 51. We're going to wrap it up right there. It's 55 minutes. I don't know. Let's talk, let's talk about something for three minutes. Let's talk about bathing suits. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so bathing uh, suits. 
Actually, I want to give a shout out okay. to um, this is something I should post to. I hope you're looking. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Tia Roberts. I, I was talking to her about uh, situations dealing with because uh, I'm an entrepreneur. And um, I, I have to give a special shout out to her because at the moment where I felt that I wouldn't say giving up, but a sense of discouragement. Because, you know, just to be a person in my position, uh, you have a lot of people that want you to live the nine to five life. And I am anti nine to five. I believe that God gave me the intelligence in order to start my own things and God damn it, I'm gonna do it. Uh, I just wanna give a special shout out to you because uh, those moments where I felt a little bit skeptical if I should be going down this road, you gave me a lot of encouragement you gave me a good sounding board and you gave me some real good advice. So, shout out to you. I rip, you know what, I'm smacking her like that. Don't worry about what he doing, all right? Okay, I, I don't care. <laughs> you see why men can't express themselves? You see why women can't express expressing myself. I'm oh, not really. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Hate this nigga, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this. Please. Oh. I am clearly the Romero. Just <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of the Brothers Podcast. What's here? <laughs> He's throwing shit. He's throwing shit at me and everything. Alright, we are out of here. Tune in. That is. Tune in next um, week where um, hopefully I will get more shit thrown at me and he won't be his little, little pulling on the heartstrings of the universe out there. So, we out of here, people. Peace. Peace.